Ah, hello, Denzians of the Internet. This is the Board Librarians podcast. Um, my name is Simon. I'm here with my co-host. I'm Adam, once again. <laughs> what? Woo! Um, we are a couple of librarians out of Detroit talking about books, comics, movies, audiobooks, etc., etc., that you can still access for free from home using your library card. Um... And this week we are talking about Hexvet, a children's comic, middle grade comic, um, written by Sam. Uh, ooh, what was their last name again? Sam I'm sorry, Davies. I just blanked Sam out. Davies, um, Sam at Davies. At Stutterhug on Twitter, and oh my god, their stuff is cute. <laughs> yes. Also, Stutterhug.tumblr.com. They also just have a website just for Stutterhug. Stutterhug is their. Um, their main thing, it's a silent, short webcomic, um, all ages. It's, it is it is really cute. Thoroughly suggest just poking around on it for a couple of days. Um, Hexvet is their series. There's two volumes so far. Uh, they put out with Boom Studios. Um, fun fact about Hoopla, you can just click on stuff that Boom Studios has put out, and Boom Studios has put out a lot of really great all ages to late teens material um, that anyone can enjoy. That's just their defining characteristic is that they are all very cute. <laughs> yeah, exceedingly. Just FYI, just exceedingly. If you actually check out uh, Sam Davies Twitter, uh, their icon is just the cutest little mouse in a cape, and it's the best. Yes, yes. Um, so Hexvet is about um, two young witches in training who are um, interning at a veterinary clinic for magical creatures. It's very cute. Yes. We've said that a lot. Yep. Um. (laughs) We will be saying it a lot more through this. But, uh, yeah, very cute. Um, The characters are very... um, For kids kids comics and everything, they're very well written. Um, I really like the two protagonists. Um, They are... Yeah. Um... We got Nan, and let me pull up the other one. Oh, it's um, it's Annette and Clarion. Yep, Annette and Clarion. Uh, Annette sometimes goes by Nan. Um, yeah. And then they have uh, their their senior nurses. Um... There's a uh, nurse Chanceworth who's like non-binary and very socially awkward, but tries to put on a front of, I'm very in charge. It's it's funny and endearing once you figure it out. And then the head vet is Dr. Talon. She's super cool. Mm-hmm. And the character <laughs> yeah. designs are all fantastic. Um, yeah. like, like we said, uh, Chanceworth is um, actually in the comics is um, non-binary, which is something you don't <laughs> often see in a children's comic. They use they, them pronouns. Yep. Um, an absolute unit. Like I. <laughs> yeah, Chanceworth is muscled (laughs) so so non-binary but also masculine (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) um yep so the uh the first the first volume kind of introduces you to the world and the characters um basically hijinks ensue the doctor and the nurse have to leave leaving clarion and annette in charge and you know possessed bunny rabbits yep bugbears bunny, rab- bunny rabbits cause problems and it's it's yep. wonderful 
there is a uh, there is a backstory with um, Annette. Uh, she comes from a family that is considered, for all intents and purposes, evil, and mm. as such, there is a distrust to her by the by the town. But uh, you know, it's it's one of those things like overcoming overcoming preconceived notions and stuff. Something you know, a lot of kids have yeah. to deal with, like in terms of people prejudging them based on families and stuff. Yeah. Also, like weirdly refreshing. And I think a conscious choice from the creator is that the whitest person on the cast is the person that everyone assumes is evil. <laughs> yeah. 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 And yeah, it's... it is it is a it is a multiracial cast. Oh, um, very much for so. sure. Very, very much yes. so. Um, um Yeah, but... and then the Yeah, and the character that everybody has preconceived notions about them being evil, et cetera, et cetera, for once isn't the brown person, which I thought was nice and refreshing. (laughs) Yeah, and um, one of the things I like is there's there's also the fact that like you can clearly tell that certain features are hereditary, like um, uh, Annette has this look. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) Annette has a look that's so distinct. That when Clarion met someone else that shared the look, they thought they were related. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that. Like that's actually a plot point. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Um. Uh, but I'm. But yeah. So, Clarion has like the the bubbly, soft, caring personality. Annette is kind of standoffish and more in- inclined to like books than people. Books or animals, honestly. Um, but yeah. Yeah, one of the, one it, of the early cute. plot points is uh, Annette gets put on um, reception duty while while the doctors and mm-hmm. the nurse are gone. Um, whereas Clarion is sent to the dark yeah. uh, the dark underground to find a bugbear, which um, yes, adorable. <laughs> oh yeah, bugbears are adorable. Um, yeah. <laughs> And Clarion refuses to hurt the bugbear to shoo it out. She's like, maybe if I just talk to it. And she's apparently the first person to ever decide to try and talk to a bugbear, which, while scary in the dark, turns out really just wants a snuggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the bugbear. Um, sorry, we're we're talking about this, and you need to describe it. It is purple and black. It is a large bear with eight limbs that has a spider butt. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's fantastic. And, and their name is Buggy. Yeah, good name, good, uh, yeah. good strong name for a bugbear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, to, to throw it back into discussing things, it's it's cute. It's you need something cute right now. I assure you. Um, this is this is a very good little two volume comic to hand to a kid. Um, just yeah, it's adorable. They'll be making fan art for weeks, I assure you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Now um, <laughs> there are there are a couple things I can say. Um, and this is this is gonna be me like like at this point it's just nitpicking something that's fantastic just because um, some people who go for it. With it um volume two has a lot of dialogue in it where characters are just talking which is fine like that's good it gets kids reading but from an art yeah. standpoint there's the the backgrounds vanish which i think is a weakness because davies does some really really good inventive backgrounds and when it's just zoomed into yeah. the characters heads you lose out on some of that and i'm like oh no show me more of this wondrous office i want to see all the weird things <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I can see that for sure. <laughs> but again, that's a small nitpick because the, the book does a great job. Like um, early on in the uh, second volume, they they basically set up a, a, a surgery in the sky where they take care of all the yeah. flying uh, magical creatures. And it shows like the diagram of how it works out. <laughs> it's just, again, really great. And like part of it, part of the diagram is just Emilios the Griffin, just napping, just napping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, Emilios the Griffin is just described as a handsome bird. And yes. he very much is. Yes. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, I guess another another thing that makes this a fairly diverse comic is um, the local wildlife warlock is um, actually differently abled. He uses a chair. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't it doesn't yeah. affect his um, his capabilities in any way. Um, nobody nobody comments on it in the slightest. <laughs> nope, it's something that I'm literally scrolling through and had to be scrolling through to remember. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, I also got to give I also got to give mad props. He has got a magnificent set of facial hair. <laughs> oh yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal fur on his face. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> like oh my uh, god. <laughs> also, mm-hmm. I love his really tiny pointy hat compared to. <laughs> compared yes. To yes, and it's interesting. Um, so something that comes up in this universe is that you have to earn your hat. And given how different everyone's hats are, I wonder if they are assigned on speciality or if only witches get black hats. Because even Nurse Chanceworth doesn't have a black hat. Right. They've got a green hat. The only people... Ooh. See, these are things you notice when you're, like, flipping through something. Um, but anyway, then it's like, sorry. you see, like, in one of the pages um, on... On Hoopla, it says page 32 out of 111. There is this one witch mm. in a... Well, I assume it's a witch with a purple purple uh, outfit. And there had oh, a yeah. flowery... Oh, yeah. Purple everything. matching purple hat. And I'm wondering if, like, you know, that's like they're a flower... They deal with, like, you know, plant-based magic or things like that. Like, it it, it draws you right. in and you want to learn more. Yeah. Yeah. Because there are definitely, like, theme colors happening. Mm. very very much so and like shapes and things like that like just done very very well yeah (laughs) uh so yeah hexvet very adorable i have no idea how long we've been talking i feel like it's been about 15 minutes um about about 10 10 minutes but uh yeah (laughs) oh yeah well it's a short comic so and it's like it's hard to talk about without spoiling the various cute things that happen um hardcore recommend it though if you just need something sweet um low stakes yeah it's but very compelling and interesting to think about yeah it's again it's one of those things i can definitely recommend it for kids like all ages and stuff like that um if they like as soon as they start reading and stuff this is the type of thing where i would say yeah you could hand this off to a child and it's it's low-key enough that even if they don't grasp all the underlying things like that, they're going to have fun with the cute world and stuff like that. They're going to enjoy the art. The characters are interesting enough for kids, but at the same time as an adult, like if you're reading this to your kids, because, hey, parents, I definitely recommend you still read with your kids, always. Um, Yeah. (laughs) um, Well, that way you can have something to talk about with them, you know? 
Absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, I mean, again, all ages type thing. So, like, the parents, like, again, Dr. Chanceworth having the, 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 like, them having the, um, the whole, like, putting on the front when at the same time being socially anxious and everything. That's a big, yeah. that is a big, yes. Big, <laughs> <laughs> big old mood. And, yeah, being uncomfortable and, like, a public facing position when people are whispering about you also a big mood mm-hmm. um, <laughs> oh yeah as somebody, uh, as somebody who is as uh, himself dealt with like uh some anxiety and stuff like that obviously like the two of us doing a podcast like this um we're both introverts <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so yeah so like don't get me wrong i am i i am I love my job and I miss being able to, you know, talk with, uh, everybody like on the desk. And yeah. Stuff like, that. like I miss like just, just giving a shout out to my teens and to my kids over in uh, DPL. I miss you guys. But, um, it's just right. like, don't get me Same. wrong. I am, I am an introvert crowd crowds and stuff like that. It does drain me, but you know, it's after my job, I feel good at the end of the day. And it took a little while to cultivate yeah. that kind of, you know, this, this, this tires me out, but I feel good type thing as opposed like a good kind of tiring out like i did something yeah everything so um i love i love i don't want anybody to think that it's like oh i do this job because uh it's like no i love my job i love working with uh with people and stuff it's just you know yeah and introverts doesn't mean we hate people introverts just means even if we are outgoing and stuff like that that outgoingness drains us faster than somebody who is extroverted mm-hmm. so yeah absolutely like i definitely don't want to say um yeah I, I love my job i miss my job horribly even though i'm not going to be the person at the center of a party um <laughs> still oh, definitely same. yeah but uh yeah i really uh, again, it's just one of those things. It, it was nice to see characters like that and handled in a fairly mature and um, low-key way. Yeah, it, it didn't come out as like in common in media. The, the the thing that is portrayed is, oh, this person's an introvert. Well, they just haven't come out of the shell. It's like no, 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 no. You don't do that with somebody. You, you that that's going to make them receive yeah. deeper into it. You, they'll they'll pop out when they're ready, and they'll be when they. And when it's they they admit okay I'm I've had enough and stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. just what you. And then you just do. need a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, no, they, totally. Yeah, so it's it's a good thing. It teaches kids that some people are like that, whereas um, some people are very 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 outgoing. And yeah. It, it's a great diverse cast of characters doing with with that sort of thing. Um, I, mm-hmm. I love. It. Yeah, no, it's, and I guess that's something else is like, it's a wonderfully diverse cast of characters, both in terms of color, but also in terms of personality. They're all very distinct and very, um, I don't know, complimentary in a way. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah. Um, like, I definitely see parallels between the trainees and the uh, senior staff in terms of who takes up mm-hmm. more. <laughs> Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's it's great. It's it's fantastic. And oh, I just flipped to a picture of a pig, and the pig is adorable. <laughs> oh yeah, no, the flying pig is amazing. I'm also a big fan 
I do think my my favorite. I mean, my favorite character, animal character, is the bugbear, obviously. But I also really like the flaphund. It is a <laughs> flying dog. Yes. <laughs> that the owner is like, I can't resist those puppy dog eyes. I keep feeding them food, and now they're too fat to fly. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. And I'm sure everybody who has a dog has had that issue where it's like, can't resist the dog. <laughs> oh my god, I know, right? Alright, <laughs> <sighs> um, so yeah, Hexvet, two volumes, it's on Hoopla, you should check it out. Um, it's a short read, reminding... it's a sweet read. <laughs> yeah, and it's definitely, it's not going to be a short read for a little kid, especially the second volume, the dialogue. It'll entertain them for a while. Mm-hmm. But it's also um, it's also easy enough that I would also be willing to hand... I would uh, recommend this for somebody who might be behind on their reading levels and wants something that they can feel accomplished having read, but that's still not completely childish, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, because it's it, yeah. a lot of it is simple dialogue but at the same time it, uh, like every every so often they introduce large words and stuff that like you you'll have to say yeah. and it's good it's good like that and um yeah it's just it's just all around something that all ages are going to find something to to work with and again um, yeah. the art is fantastic very cute bright pastel colors very like not a lot of like like actually amazingly a lot of depth despite the um flatness yeah. of the colors like it's 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 a weird contradictory statement but you know hey sam davies is professional so <laughs> yeah quite literally a professional has been doing this for many many years um i also i love how expressive everyone's faces are and even the environments have an expression to them like clarion's house is definitely clarion's house oh, <laughs> as yeah. soon as you look yeah, at it so. yeah uh but anyway um so yeah this week was hexvet um reminding everyone that hoopla if you are a detroit resident you get 25 checkouts a month on hoopla um but hoopla's also added a number of titles that don't count towards your borrowing total Mm -hmm. so you can get more than 25 items this month on hoopla uh highly recommend checking those out um Next week we are going to talk about All Star Superman. FYI, my favorite comic of all time. <laughs> oh boy, I am going to talk a lot about it, um, and Grant Morrison in particular. Mm. Uh, but until then, temperature check uh, this fine week. Adam, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well like all things considered i'm doing pretty well um i've been reliving i've been having nostalgia injected directly into my brain um the video game streets of rage 4 just dropped and in the 90s i played streets of rage on the sega genesis all the time one of my favorite beat-em-ups um and it's just it's just pure 90s nostalgia just like right in there and i'm just like oh yes i need this (laughs) incredible um i have been playing a lot of animal crossing still um but i've also been diving into some of my older games like i actually found my xbox 360 and it still works a miracle um (laughs) and yeah so i've been playing through the old assassin's creed games i miss those horribly um 
Ezio, Ezio from Assassin's Creed, like to Brotherhood and Revelations. Like he's my dude. He's my favorite. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And fun fact, <laughs> I just love pointing out to everybody who has, um, paid attention, like, uh, unabashed Sonic the Hedgehog fan here. Um, I, despite mm. <laughs> all the bad, uh, bad games he's been in, you know, I don't care. Um, Yep. <laughs> Craig Smith, the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog through from God, I want to say his first one was Sonic Colors. Um, might have been in an, um, an early one, but from Sonic Colors all the way through Sonic Boom. Um, he wasn't in the movie. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Roger Craig Smith voiced not only Sonic the Hedgehog but also Ezio Auditore di Firenze from Assassin's Creed, <laughs> thus proving he has range. And so much fun, range fun fact fun fact in um arkham origins he was batman <laughs> oh wild okay heck yeah so you know yeah dude has yeah. talent so i gotta give mad props <laughs> oh absolutely also follow um... him on twitter because he is amazing on twitter <laughs> <laughs> yeah um oh and then other fun thing i guess i should just apologize now if my voice sounds a little goofy um before before the apocalypse um i was one one instance of strep throat away from getting my tonsils out um it's like the world's worst punch card <laughs> oh yeah and now i get to yeah um and now i i have strep throat again and I definitely get to get my tonsils out, but you know it's the apocalypse, and nobody wants me to go into a hospital for anything. <laughs> nope. Oh no. So it's it's fun times. Um, hopefully my voice stays through next week. Um. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, that's that's kind of all we got, I guess. Uh, so yeah, next week All Star Superman. Um, yeah. Heck yeah. All right. See you later. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye.